and even though like a lot has changed, um, we still I, I love playing every every single show we do. I have so much fun on stage, um, and I we all realize how lucky we are to be able to do this. You're listening to It's All Dead, a podcast about the music we love and why we love it. I'm Kyle Hawk. Welcome to It's All Dead. I'm Kyle Hawk, Editor-in-Chief at itsalldead.com. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. I just walked in the house about 30 minutes ago from Warp Tour. Uh, just got done attending the final Warp Tour date ever in Indianapolis. And uh, a lot of feelings, a lot of, lot of mixed feelings. Um, Warp Tour has been in my life for quite a while. I attended for the first time in 2008 and uh, until last year attended every year after that um, Warp Tour was certainly a very important part of my life uh, in terms of music discovery finding some of my favorite bands and, and learning more about different types of music uh, learning about different causes Warp Tour is where I decided to become a vegetarian um, there it, it was a place for me um, Back when I first started attending that, I felt like I was surrounded with people that kind of spoke my language. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends that listened to the same music I did, but at Warp Tour, you kind of feel part of a community. And, and for me, that was that was a really cool feeling, even aside from just getting to have a, a day of great music. Um, I, of course, also have had many opportunities to attend Warp Tour as a journalist, and those times have all been really great as well. Uh, my, I can still remember my first time doing that in 2011 in Cincinnati, uh, being backstage, interviewing some of my favorite bands, shooting photographs. Uh, it was just one of those things that kind of made me feel, again, for the first time, like um, my voice mattered. And uh, I was I was doing something that was not only fun and enjoyable for me, uh, but being able to tell stories to other people that uh, wanted to hear it. So I, I've had so many good times at Warp Tour, but of course, you know, over the past several years, uh, it's all dead. And in my own writing, we've been critical of Warp Tour at times because of uh, the reasons that you would need to be critical, whether it be because of stories of abuse, uh, stories of predatory behavior, um, and stories of, you know, again, we hear so often about the great things that Warp Tour has provided in terms of a platform and a, a gathering place. Uh, for people to come together, but certainly there have been a lot of people that have been hurt uh, in in different regards as well. And so it's been interesting kind of coming towards the end and realizing that it was probably time for uh, Warp Tour to close um, and maybe for something new to take its place, but also saying goodbye to a lot of good memories as well. So um, all in all, the day was great. And the highlight of my day, you're about to get to hear. I uh, interviewed Derek Sanders of Mayday Parade and Mayday Parade, again, a band that I've been listening to since uh, A Lesson in Romantics came out in 2007. I saw them play with Emory in Louisville, Kentucky uh, in 2007 and was immediately hooked and have stayed a fan of that band uh, since then. So they just put out their sixth album, Sunnyland. And it's been fascinating to watch this band progress and uh, see the way that they've kind of explored uh, different sounds. Of course, their last album, Black Lines, was a much grittier and edgier sound for them. Uh, Sunnyland kind of feels like a, a return to form of what we might have heard from their self-titled or even uh, some parts of Monsters in the Closet. And for me, 
all of their albums have uh, great songs on them. There's not a, a single Mayday Parade album I haven't enjoyed. But it's been, again, really interesting to watch this band evolve and really with the same core group of members in this band. So uh, I was really interested, one, talking with Derek about the band's early days on Warp Tour. Of course, if you know much about this band, you know that they kind of got their start following Warp Tour around, selling their CDs to people standing in line, and then eventually getting a chance to be on the tour and now uh, being a, a main stage act for, for several years. So uh, Mayday Parade has certainly been a, a Warp Tour staple for over a decade now. So it was interesting to talk with him about uh, his time on Warp Tour and how the, the band views this this final run. Um, as well as talk about the business side of being in a band um, and how over the years as the band has grown uh, and the band members have gotten older, thinking about the band uh, as a bit, as a business and as being something that's sustainable for them to continue on into the future. So in addition to all that, of course, we talked about the new album, Sunnyland. We talked about uh, some, some old memories from the band, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. So without further ado... Uh, let's uh, listen in as I sit down with Derek Sanders, the lead singer of Mayday Parade. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of what I know is an extremely busy schedule to chat with me today. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me. So final run of Warp Tour, uh, I guess it's a story pretty well told of Mayday getting their start in 06, going up and down the line, following the tour, selling CDs. Uh, what's it like to be a part of this last run of Warp Tour which is obviously a thing that kind of jump-started, you know, everything that's happened with this band since then. Right, yeah. Um, it's a really crazy thing. It really is. Um, I'm so happy that we're here, but uh, very sad. And, and, yeah, it really kind of blows my mind, and especially as we get closer to the end of a tour, it kind of, like, hits me more and more. And, like, we'll go, like, you know, here in Indianapolis, We I was here for the first time back in 2005, you okay. know, um, and it's just so, and we've been here so many times, you know, and I keep thinking, like, I'll probably never come back here, you know, yeah. like other, other than Warp Tour, you know, so um, it's all pretty surreal. But, you know, we're just, we're really, really happy to be here, and it's been a great summer for us, and, um, you know, as, as sad as it is, it's all, it's still like a super positive summer, and we're just having a great time, so. Yeah. yeah. What do you remember from that first summer following the tour around? Uh, what are some of the memories that stick out in your mind? Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was rough. It was it was a difficult thing to do. You know, we were in a van and we had a trailer just full of CDs. We weren't playing at all. We were just going around selling CDs, and it's a difficult thing. You know, we would you you sleep in the van if you can. If you're driving, you just really don't get sleep that night. You know, um, and then we wake up. You know, you're up at seven to hit like when the line first starts building and just out there selling CDs just all day long. You know, and there's no escape from you know, the sun and the heat, like, you're not, you're not running the van, you know, and um, it's a pretty insane thing, but just also such an incredible experience, and going to a lot of, like, cities for the first time, um, meeting so many people, meeting other bands on the tour, and people on the tour, and just kind of learning the ropes of how this all works, and um, and selling, you know, and it was cool, because it was, you know, successful, we were selling a lot of CDs, and um, we had done, like, small touring, where, you know, you'd, you'd sell in a month worth of touring you might sell 100 cds if that and we'd sell over 100 cds a day you know yeah. just walking around and it's just like really cool to feel like you're being you know active and, and for the band and everything it's just a yeah an exciting time i don't know if we could do it now yeah <laughs> that same way but uh it was yeah it was, it was really special and on, you know as rough as it was some of my some of my you know best memories oh, are back of those yeah. 
you know, early days, just kind of roughing it in the van and just trying to make it happen, you know? Yeah. And I would say over the past decade of Warp Tour, I certainly associate May Day Parade with it because you guys have been on the tour a lot since right. that, that first time. So with it coming to an end, what is what has this tour meant to you overall and what are you trying to get out of this last run? Yeah, well, I mean, I can't even begin to state how much it means to us, both from, you know, I went to Warp Tour as a fan in 2002 when I was about 15 years old and was just incredibly inspired by it. And, you know, being from Tallahassee, Florida, there's not a lot of big shows that come through. Um, and that was my first, you know, I guess experience of anything kind of to this level and was just absolutely like I... You know, I had been playing music and everything, but it was like, I, we have to do this. we got to make this happen, you know. So it was very inspirational even back then. And, you know, as you said, of course, it gave us a great start in this band selling CDs. And, um, and every year that we do it, um, the crowds are just insane. And I always, like the tour we do after Warp Tour, I always meet so many people who are like, yeah, we saw you guys on Warp Tour, and now here we are. And so it's just, it means so much for our band. Um, and it'll be really, you know, sad to have it have it be gone. So we're trying to make the most of it. We're actually we've been going out every day and and selling CDs, um, which we haven't really done in the last like ten years. Um, but it's like we kind of, you know, while we have this opportunity and and you know before it's all done, we feel like we want to get out there and um, and we're selling a lot of CDs. And it's kind of like interesting how it's like kind of full circle, like back from yeah. 2006 selling CDs and now we're out there doing it. And obviously it's a lot easier now, um, but than it was back then. But, yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's a great thing. One of the, something I was interested in, you know, as the tour comes to a close, there's a lot of reflection on all the great things about the tour, great memories people have with it, but also certainly it's well documented some of the flaws and, and bumps in the road that this tour has had. For a dude that was in a band of dudes on a big tour full of other bands of dudes and kind of growing up here, what lessons have you learned along the way and how do you feel like you've grown from some of the experiences? Yeah. Well, you know, I can remember our first couple of times doing this tour being like very nervous about and like just kind of anxious and, and, um, I don't know, just feeling like we weren't sure how it all works and we didn't want to like make the wrong person mad or, or it was like a, you kind of felt like you were walking on eggshells a little bit. And the more we've done it, the more you really get comfortable with it and you go like, as long as you're out here just being positive and working hard, that's what everyone's doing, and that's the only thing that really matters, and there's nothing to really, like, worry about or stress about as long as you're, you know, pulling your weight and, um, and, and staying positive. That's the most important thing, you know. Cool. I think I've kind of learned that out here especially, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, transitioning to Sunnyland, the album's been out for over a month now. Mm -hmm. uh, what's been, you've been playing a new song I, I heard on the set today from yeah. it. What's been the response so far? It's been really cool. It's been it's been great. Um, people, you know, I hear it every day out here. People really love the new album, and, and we love it. And it's just, you know, it, it's our sixth one, so it's insane that we've even made it to this point. But, you know, it feels like each album we do just kind of keeps us on track and keeps us, you know, moving forward, and that's what this one's doing. And, and uh, so it's great, you know. We're just... And, and I, yeah, I, I really do. I think we... This album was, um, you know, I think we put a lot of focus in trying to, like... Uh, identify the things that that we do well or the things that people like about Mayday Parade and to try and kind of do all of that on this album and, and I'm just really happy with how it turned out and I think there's a lot of different sounds that from way back to the early stuff and all the way through to the new stuff could kind of fit on any album and it's 
got a lot of diversity and um, it's a lot of fun to play the songs live and yeah. it's just yeah it's just great to you know still be out here after six albums you yeah know? I'm interested in what inspired you this time around obviously Black Lines was a bit of a departure it's mm-hmm. a darker grittier record yeah there's still some elements of that on Sunny Lane but by and large it's kind of leans back more towards a more polished and poppy sound like right. what what kind of came out in the writing that led you down that direction yeah well i i think it was you know i, I really love black lines and at the time we, we kind of purposely wanted to do you know an album that felt different from anything we'd ever done before and as much as i love that album i think it's like like i mentioned we wanted to like you know realize like what it was that people like about our band and i feel like a lot of people just weren't as into that sound and and that and so i think the the sunnyland is a much more well balanced it's not like everything all in that direction there is there is a little bit of that because i like doing the you know more energetic you know maybe kind of rough around the edges a little more raw songs and and there is like you said there is some of that in sunnyland but i think you still want to have those like just you know classic Mayday Parade songs and um, like sort of pop punk and, and the ballads and just kind of, you know, like we just tried to, and while we were doing the writing for Sunnyland, we did the 10 year Lesson Romantics yeah. whole tour cycle, both in the US and internationally and sort of seeing the response from that. And, you know, we all realized that that's a really important album for us, but that kind of like even just drove it home, like how important that album is. And um, so we felt like it, with this album, we needed to kind of go back a little further and just kind of do a little bit of, of everything, you know. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I, I guess, you know, obviously you guys have had a, a great run with Fearless Records, mm-hmm. made the transition to Rise. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what has that been like? I mean, is it just, has there been a better relationship, better situation for you with the rollout? Yeah, well, it's, it's really tough to say. I mean, uh, Fearless is amazing, and we always were so happy there. Um, just you know, it, it's it's always changing, um, and at the time it just felt like we you know, when we were approached by Rise, they just were super enthusiastic about everything, and um, just seemed like a good opportunity to try something else out, and, and it has been great, and we've we've loved working with those guys, but um, it's, t- it's tough to say like. Sure. You know, and for me, I'm also like maybe a little more disconnected from the whole like the business side of things. And I've been pretty happy everywhere we've been, you know, label wise for the most part. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a good relationship, and they're they're great guys, and they have a lot of great bands. Um, and they let us; they're they're super open to. They're there for support when we you know need it or whatever. But they're but they're also they let us do our own thing and. They're not trying to like push us in any direction or anything. They're they're open to let us be creative and do what we want to do. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, speaking of the business side, uh, your uh, bandmate Brooks had a really interesting interview with Inc. Magazine, yeah. uh, which I thought was fascinating, talking about just the business side of being in a band and what that means. And so, coming you know all the way from those early days to now, how is yours or the band's idea of what it means? of band as a business evolved and changed and even in terms of just overall sustainability of what it means to like keep it going for you know over a decade right yeah well yeah it has changed a lot especially because this all kind of evolved from us being like kids you know just playing music um i met brooks when i was 12 um and we and we you know played in bands together in middle school and in high school and um, I really, honestly, if I hadn't met Brooks, I don't think I would, I would be here today. I think Brooks is the, like, I always wanted to be in a band and play music, but I feel like Brooks was like, let's just make it happen. Like, let's go out there and, like, figure out 
like and and I had no idea where to even begin but but he was like you know and and he's always been kind of like the driving force behind like taking the right steps to to make this all happen but but it was always like we were you know looking ahead you know six months to like a year like of like what are, sort of planning out what we're going to do and then now as it's been almost 13 years uh, since we started the band you do start to think of it differently and you do look a little like well let's, let's see five years from now or 10 years from now like yeah. let's you know and, and of course it's who really knows right it's, it's, it's hard to predict any of that um, but you start thinking about it more that way and it, and it does become more of a job where and I never looked at it that way when we started you sure. know um, we were just like we're not going to go to college we're going to tour and we're just going to you know it was fun and had no idea if it was going to be a career or not, but you know that was the sort of the goal. Um, but just not even yeah thinking about it that way, and now it, it does become more of that. But it's still a lot of fun, and we're still so lucky to be able to do it. And even though like a lot has changed, um, we still I, I love playing every every single show we do. I have so much fun on stage, um, and I we all realize how lucky we are to be able to do this. There's so many other things that we could have toured for a couple of years and it never worked out and we could have gone on to do who knows what, you know? Sure. And, and so, um, so that kind of helps us keep going. Is it like, it's, you know, it's not going to last forever and we want to, you know, do it while we can and, uh, and just keep going, you know? Yeah. Well, you mentioned the 10 year lesson in romantics tour. We've talked about the beginnings of warp tour. If you were to go back to, you know, 12 years ago, younger version of Derek at the time, like what, what would you tell him? Is there any advice that you could give or anything that you would say that might, help through those early years or kind of give perspective yeah i mean there's not a whole lot honestly because so much of it is is like even like the the mistakes that we've made or whatever i feel like it's how you learn and how you and how you grow and get better so there's not a whole lot i would say but just mostly to to do it the way that we want to do it you know and which i think we you know have have learned um and not to like um you know, like, like there was a period of time that we were on Atlantic Records and it was, we kind of lost a lot of control of what we were doing creatively, sort of like with the hopes that like they would take us, you know, somewhere. And it, at least for us, that's not the way that it, you know, should be done. Um, and I think, but, but again, I feel like we had to kind of go through that process to, to learn that um, fully. Um, and we were lucky to, go through that process and make it out alive and still still a lot that you know can kill a lot of bands careers going through something like that so um yeah but yeah well that's something that's really fascinating because you guys have done a lot i mean it's you know we've mentioned you played work to a lot of times but you guys were on a major label mm -hmm. you've explored different sounds like mm -hmm. you know and to do all of this like with this core group of the same people in the band i mean mm -hmm. I, I there's not a lot of bands that can say that mm -hmm. i mean has there been a key to kind of like keeping that all together and just what is yeah what is you know it, it's it's tough to say but you're right it is such a rare thing and um and i hate that that's the case i think a lot of it is just the way that we operate we are we've always been a you know democracy where it's a everyone has a vote basically and whatever the majority of the band votes is we're going to do is what we do. Um, there's, there's, I, I see a lot of bands that don't operate that way where it's kind of like the one or two like head honchos and more of just like a, you know, I, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But, um, so everything's all, you know, equal, you know, money wise and everything. It's all like, I mean, if, if I write a song, it's like, it's all of our, you know, the five sure. of us song. And so I think that has a lot to do with it. 
Um, but also just that we, you know, we grew up together all playing music together. Like I mentioned, I met Brooks when I was 12 and we played in bands and uh, Cabbage and Alex played in bands together growing up and Jake and Alex played. And so like we all like played in these different bands and we were all kind of looking for the same thing. We were all like, we wanted to take this seriously and to, and to like really do it and to like break outside of just being a local band. Um, but it took playing in a bunch of different bands to kind of like yeah. finally come together as Mayday Parade. And, and from the from the very first like practice we ever had together it was like just kind of clicked and was very clear of it like this is what we needed to to be doing and this is the band that we should all be in and so it's really been like finally now like from the start it was like we have the right group of people and we can like go and really give this a shot and and make this happen and so so I guess we all just kind of had the same you know goal and the same dream and we're still doing it and so it's a it's pretty easy for us you know it's hard yeah I can't imagine if somebody left, I have no idea what we would do, but it would be the weirdest thing ever yeah. to like having someone, a new person in the band. It would just feel so strange because we've been through everything right. together for the past 13 years or, or almost 13 years. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, in terms of thinking ahead to what comes up after Warp Tour, I assume there will be kind of a, a full tour around uh, Sunnyland. Mm-hmm. You know, six albums in, you guys have a ton of classic songs. You have all the songs that people want to hear, but mm-hmm. you've got a new album of music you're excited to share. Like, what is it? Is there a challenge to put together a set list at this point, or even think about like, man, how are we going to present this the, on our next headliner? Yeah, well, it, it definitely it, it it is tricky, and, it, and yeah, as you said, it gets trickier every time we put out a new album. Um, but you know it, the sets kind of get longer and longer I feel like we start yeah. <laughs> like when we do headline you know things you add in a couple more songs you know um, but you know it's it's relatively easy to like we know the songs that are kind of like the the, the bangers or the songs like the hits that you just kind of have to play and then we'll do a, a handful probably at least you know four or five or maybe even six you know new songs um, and then we'll try and just you know we try and switch it up a little bit with kind of the the, you know the deeper cuts or the album tracks and like play because there's a lot of people that have seen us you know so many times yeah. and we don't want to just do the the same sh- and that's also another part of it is trying just you know production wise and um, maybe just adding diff- whatever just like changing we try and change things up and we do the cover song out here and yeah. just try and like throw in little special you know things here and there little moments that make the show kind of like stand out and more memorable um and uh, that's pretty yeah. much it, you know, just try to make a fun set and well-balanced and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there any, like, old song or deep cut on an album from the past that you kind of get excited when it show when you guys agree to have it on the set list? Oh, I mean, yeah, well, there's a bunch, yeah. I'm trying to, uh, you know, um, one of my favorites is is off our self-titled album, our third album. It's called Without the Bitter, The Sweet Isn't As Sweet. Yeah. That's, that's one of my favorite songs, and... I always, it's been a while, it's probably been at least four years or maybe more since we've played that song, but maybe we'll, yeah. maybe we'll do it on the next, uh, yeah. But there's a handful of those like that, that there's also songs that we've just straight up never even played live ever yeah. that I would still like to get a chance to try out at some point, so, yeah. yeah. For the record, I feel like this is a contrarian opinion, but I really enjoy uh, Anywhere But Here, so anytime cool. a song kind of slips onto the set list at one of your shows, that's always kind of a fun thing. Yeah, but, nice, yeah. Um, as we wrap up here and Warp Tour begins to wind down, or what have been the bands that you've enjoyed kind of going out during your day and, and watching this year? Yeah, well, I always enjoy seeing the main. They're just, yeah. they put on such a good show. They're so much fun to watch always. So I try and watch them. Uh, Knuckle Puck is great. Real Friends is great. 
Um, we checked Asking Alge- uh, Alexandria just jumped on so we checked out their set yeah. Under Oath was amazing I watched yeah. they were on for three days and I watched them all three days yeah. um, The Used was so they were on the first half of the tour but they were so I mean they're just such a good band so I loved watching them Taking Back Sunday was on the one show and I watched them and they're always incredible um, and uh, yeah I mean there's, re- there's a lot really it's, it's hard to yeah, think yeah. of them all, but it's, it's yeah, it's been great. Do you foresee anything kind of taking the place uh, of Warp Tour in the future? This has always been such a, an important place for people to dialogue, connect. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There, there's just something about that. Of you know, you've been there. A lot of people have grown up with it. I mean, right. it seems it's going to feel strange without it. Right. Yeah. It's it, it it means so much to so many people, and it's it's more than just the music. And yeah, there's there's it's a whole you know cult, culture to it, and it's. Um, so it will. I don't think anything will take its place. I think there will be a, a bunch of other, uh, you know, things that kind of pop up. I don't think there will be anything to this, you know, scale. And my sort of hope is that, like, I don't know, five or ten years from now, it'll be like warped reunion, yeah, and, they'll, and they'll like sure. nothing else will have like fully kind of filled the void, and then there'll be a you know maybe a reason to like bring it back. And hopefully, we're still a band at that point. But yeah. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Derek, it's been really fun uh, kind of watching you guys grow as a band and evolve as a band since day one. And uh, this has been a, an exciting interview for me. So thank you for taking the time to chat. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Again, another big thank you to Derek of Mayday Parade for taking time out of his day to chat with me. You know, uh, Warp Tour is a, a busy and very full day for fans attending the show, but uh, for bands as well. And so very cool of of Derek to take time to talk. Now, this is not the last Warp Tour podcast episode. We've got another one coming up with uh, the fellows of As It Is. I had a chance to talk with them about their new album, The Great Depression. Um, and uh, we talked, had a really good conversation um, about the stigmas around mental health. So I think you're really going to like that. Be on the lookout uh, probably a week from now. We'll release that episode. So be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay up to date and get all of our new episodes as we release them. And of course, come visit itsalldead.com. We're going to have uh, some photo galleries from Warp Tour and some write-ups on some of the bands we saw. So be sure to check that out. That's going to do it for right now. Uh, I'm Kyle Hawk, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the It's All Dead podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then visit us at itsalldead.com for the latest music news, reviews, and much more.